With the weekend coming up, you know you'll be able to get a ride pretty easily. If you're in any of our cities or main towns, you just pull out your phone, touch of a button, a driver comes to your location within minutes. However, if you live with a disability, if you have a service animal, you use a wheelchair to get around, you are more likely to get your rides cancelled on the spot with the problem of nobody turning up because of a lack of accessible vans. Barney Conaferinesi is a New Zealand Paralympian who's represented us in wheelchair rugby and he's fundraising to launch an accessible rideshare service for people with disabilities. Barney Conaferinesi joins me now. Good morning to you, Barney. Good morning, Kerry. Thank you so much for having me. That's okay. You were very proactive. Rang me, <laughs> said, hey, I've got a great idea. Help me out. Here we go. Help it out. <laughs> so what, so what's your answer to this? So uh, what I'm trying to do is, uh, like you said, um, I'm trying to provide a service that doesn't even exist. Uh, wheelchair accessible vehicles are normally booked out for school runs from yep. 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, living adults that have power chairs or large mobility scooters that need to go to work or that need to go to meeting in the dust. Um, and then they uh, they go offline again from 2.30 p.m. to uh, to 5 p.m. as they're picking up uh, kids and taking them back home. And then the thing that really gets me is that after 5 p.m. they tell us that the van only has an allowance for how long it can be on the road. And then after a certain amount of time, they need to go back in to, uh, to rest for the next day. So that leaves adults that, like myself that you know need to go to work or need to leave work uh, kind of in the dust. And then we, after that, we have to push home in the dark. Um, most of us have been attacked on footpaths, especially around this time as well. Really? Um, yeah, people don't care, especially around this time. You see ram wrecked everything, and we just get mugged. People get mugged on footpaths, and they see wheelchair users or people that are blind as um, as easy easy, uh, easy targets because oh. we, we don't have the strength to fight back. That's appalling. But we also have the issue of uh, of taxis and Ubers uh, rejecting wheelchairs, so folding wheelchairs and service animals. And whenever we take Uber and these other rideshare companies to court, they always state that their drivers are independent contractors, not employees. Mm. So by law, it's their cars, their rules, and they can do what they want. And that's how they always get away with it. We also have um, taxi drivers, because um, you know in a taxi you have a meter, mm. and the meter um, predicts the, the pricing depending on traffic. So we have taxi drivers um, trapping us in taxis and um, taking longer routes to raise their meters. Um, so a normal $40 ride for a normal individual will cost us 200 to 250 because they know that we have a total mobility that will chop that fear in half. Wow. Okay. So what's your solution? So my solution is uh, I'm working with a couple of disabled organizations to see if we can um, hunt down some vans. Um, it's very hard at the moment because a lot of people are very careful with um, with their vans, whether they're going to rent it out or not. So at the moment, I'm trying to fundraise to uh, first of all get the features that we need developed into the app because most of these features are, are the reason why Uber and these other rideshare companies don't implement it is because most softwares that people with disabilities rely on are really expensive to import. So um, the software that we're trying to get in is very expensive. So we're fundraising for that as well as fundraising to buy our very own wheelchair accessible mobility van, which is just sitting at the lot waiting for us to uh, to purchase. And how much do you need and how much have you got? So at the moment we're sitting just a little over 50k, but we need 150 plus k to to get that up and running. Uh, I think what people don't realise is that um, regardless if they donate, people take a massive chunk of money. So if someone donates $200, we only get 120 because of DST and then the service fee and everything else. 
Is there the need? I I should know, but what is the proportion of our population that um, has service animals or who is blind or is in a wheelchair? So uh, in New Zealand from the, the, the 5 million, I would say maybe 23% of individuals classify themselves as disabled. Wow. Whether it be a wheelchair user or chronic disability or just any sort of disability under the sun. You have those with learning disabilities, um, amputees, maybe somebody had a work accident and they're covered by ACC, so they classify themselves as disabled. Um, you also have people that have PTSD, um, those that may have gone through certain events, so they need a service animal, um, right. a emotional support dog. You have people that have diabetes, they have diabetic alert dogs, so every single uh, every single one of those things fall under the category of disabled. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that was in 2013, it was 25%. Interesting. Yeah, it's, so it's, the it's need is there, you know, the van 100%. would be used. Yeah. Yeah, um, another another big issue that we're looking to fill as well is the safety of women, disabled and able-bodied as well, because um, we've had a lot of females state that they've been sexually assaulted and raped by Uber drivers, taxi drivers, and by just random individuals on public transport. A lot of guys have said that they've been stalked off the train after late-night work. A lot of them have been stalked off buses. Um, we've had a few females state that once they're in the mobility van the taxi driver when they're strapping their chair in the van they get felt up oh, um when oh. they get trapped in and they, you know they can't do anything about it they can't speak up uh, we had another lady state that in the taxi the driver took longer routes and said if you could not afford this fare this uh this ride can be swapped for uh, sexual favors oh god See, it's, yeah yeah it's that okay sort of thing. all right <clears throat> so the need is there the people are there you just need the van where do people go Barney, if they want to help out or if they um, yep. feel they could contribute. So if you want to help out, uh, like I said, we're fundraising to buy a van and get an app developed. So that um, our page is on giveallittle.co.nz and the page is called Providing a Safer Ride for the Vulnerable. That's Providing a Safer Ride for the Vulnerable. Any donation, big or small, would be greatly appreciated. All right, Barney, good to talk. Thank you so much, Kerry. I appreciate it. Good luck. Nice to talk with you. Uh, that is Barney Koneferanisi, um, who is disabled himself. He's a Paralympian. He represented New Zealand in wheelchair rugby. And bloody hell, I had no idea it was so so such a ghastly terrain. I suppose I shouldn't be surprised, should I? I mean, given the state of the place at the moment, if you see somebody vulnerable and you're that way inclined... You don't think, gosh, I wonder how I can help. You think there's an easy mark. That's appalling. Uh, surely this lovely man would be eligible for some government-funded startup fund. Apparently not. He's applied, he says, to numerous organisations. A uh, little over 70 organisations in the past year. And every single one has said no.